Welcome to the On Shuffle Podcast. Coming at you now. All right, welcome back to another episode of the On Shuffle Podcast. My name is Daniel uh, with my co-host Matthew here. I yep. uh, got another good one lined up for you today, but before we do that, a uh, little housekeeping business. Happy birthday, dude. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, another year on this earth. Yeah, man. Was it a pretty good one for you? Uh, yeah. Uh, just to kind of next segment, I guess. Uh, yeah, I uh, <laughs> did some traveling, so that's my weekend it revolved around. Uh, Sweet. But yeah, it was a good one. Uh, can't complain. Uh, didn't ask for anything and you know, you expect little, you can't be disappointed. So, <laughs> that's uh, my motto. Yeah. <laughs> a great motto to live by. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a, um, no offense to your wife, nor mine or anyone else out there, but I think that's a, the more married you get, uh, the longer yeah, you but, get married, you know, the more you just like, Hey, I don't need anything, maybe a little peace and quiet. Um, but, uh, yeah, be careful for what you get. And yeah. that's pretty much all <laughs> you can do. Yep. No doubt. Well, I'm glad, dude. That's awesome. I'm glad it's been a good one for you. I know um, uh, you just asked me right before you went on air uh, about my weekend. And I was uh, before I wanted to put the mic on before I got into it, um, had a, uh, a wedding this weekend. Um, my wife uh, was was asked to be in a wedding. Um, good people. Very good people. But um, it's very funny. It was just a backwoods uh, uh, country redneck wedding. Um, very beautiful wedding actually, but, uh, you know, it, it very uh, pretty venue it was a barn out in the woods, very big, old, beautiful, like barn, like a, a venue type barn. Uh, well it is, it's not a type, it is a venue barn. Um, I think it's relatively new, but, uh, they, the service, everything was really nice until the, like, uh, groomsmen started coming down. They played ACDC when they were coming to the altar. And I say order, it was outside, but you know, they had to set anyways. Um, when the final groomsmen came, they had belts with uh Budweiser's uh in them and they're throwing them out to the crowd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this happened. I actually, one of them got caught one. Why did I say that? He, I was actually on the outside uh seat, so I was the uh, first seat in the outside or the inside, however you want to say it, with the aisle. So he re- leans over and hands me one. Um, so that was funny. Uh, and then, you know, of course, that did the wedding. The funny part to me was after the thing, uh, right before the re- reception, um, the uh, reception is the afterwards, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right before the reception, um, they're doing the pictures as you do in a wedding. And uh, I look outside and all the groomsmen and the groom during their pictures, they have softball bats. Um, <laughs> so you can't make that up. That's uh, That happened. Um, very funny stuff, but I, you know, I wish them the best if they're listening to this. I, I, I'm not picking. I think it's funny. I think it's awesome. Uh, you do you boo boo, uh, type of deal. But, uh, but anyways, wishing the best. It was a lot of fun. Me and my wife had a great time and, uh, you know, we, we got tore back and, um, uh, you know, so that part was fun. But uh, other than that, we got back on track today, had a great day, had a kid's birthday party. So, uh, we toned it out and got, did more parent stuff and, uh, and now we're here. So, uh, with all that, um, good weekend for us both. Uh, we've got a good one for you guys tonight. We've got a, uh, uh, it's going to be a, a trickle down from last week. We, we, we doing this thing playoff form. If you were this last week, um, you know where I'm getting at with this. And if you don't, you have to wait a minute because we had homework. What do we have, dude? Yep. So, uh, so last week at random, um, 
I'm, I can say I'm sure not a fan of this guy, so it wasn't a biased thing. Uh, we had to listen to Beck. So, uh, you know, famous artist Beck. Someone that after, well, let me get his biography here before I get going here too much. His name is actually Beth Henson, obviously known as Beck. Beth? Uh, Beck Henson. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, so it looked like, like he has changed his name a couple times. So his name born Beck Campbell, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Beck, obviously born in 1970 in Los Angeles, California. Um, Scott started years active since 1988 um, from L.A., you know, born and raised. Um, was a fan of hip hop and folk, you know, growing up. Um, and he said he moved to New York City in 1989. And then he, I guess, got started, I guess, like, actually pursuing music as a kind of a, his actual, uh, you know, career type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, his first album didn't come out until 1993. And then he's released, how many albums Mellow here? Gold. Uh, well, that was actually Golden Feelings was 1993. I thought Mellow Gold was, is it really? Well, he released three in 1994. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mellow Gold was one of those three, uh, gotcha. which is insane to read three and a year wow. but uh um but there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen albums total mm, wow yeah so pretty prolific um and after kind of listening to him because i think most fame most people just uh, associate him with loser sure which is obviously is that's off the that first album or the that's off uh yeah let's we'll see what is that 93 94 um that was released in 1993. Okay. So it might have been, yeah, his, uh, it says he was released independently. So it might not have been tied to an album. It might okay. have been just like a, so he released it in 93. It was included on his album, Metal Gold. In there you go. That's what, I, yeah. Um, so after listening to him, because like I said, not a, not really a fan. So it wasn't really like a, you know, not really exposed to his music other sure. than I mentioned Loser. Um, kind of, uh, not, not in an offensive way, but for someone to break through and be so popular, his music's weird. Like, yeah. Like, it's not like a mainstream thing. Cause like, on Spotify, he has like seven and a half million listeners, 7.4. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously a lot. But, you know, a lot of his stuff, you know, it's definitely rock still, but it's almost indie mm-hmm. or like punkish. Not, you know, kind of like this. Some of it's like indie punk, but then it's like funk and like hip hop stuff. Yeah. And then it's almost like um, like dance. Some of it was too. Yeah, so he goes kind of, in all kinds of directions. Yeah, and like one of the albums, one I'm, I was kind of fan of the most, Lost Cause. That's a song off mm. of which album that was. Uh, I stumbled upon in the listening. Um, so actually, let me get the name of the album because it because it was pretty like chill and mellow. It wasn't like more just acoustic and simple sounds and stuff. Right. Um, it was Sea Change, okay. so 2002. Um, that, that one was pretty chill, but the rest of it was pretty eclectic as far as sounds go. Um, but it's kind of surprising to know, not know, but for him to be so popular. I guess, you know, because, you know, if you have a hit in early 90s, there's a lot of one-hit wonders. Oh, Obviously, yeah. There's a, in any decade, there's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. But for him to be so popular still... You can still like have a lot of monthly listeners. It's not just like a you know a flash in a pan or like a cult following type of thing. Like, yeah. He's popular. He's um, 
it's kind of surprising to see and hear how popular he is. Yeah. Because like I said, it's just different. It's just different sounds. Well, I think his experimental style is like more suited for today. Like, you know what I mean? Like for if, yeah. if he came, if he broke through today, like uh, I think uh, it's crazy that he is as popular as he is uh, coming through in the 90s because um, mm-hmm. the 90s, it seems like, and no, I know there was a lot of different stuff going on in the 90s, but like that style of like uh, underground type of like, experimental uh, all kinds of drill which you said at best you might get some like hip-hop type uh, a song from him um and like uh like one of my favorites uh and one song that i really loved as a kid where it's at um uh, that's kind of uh there's a lot of not it goes in all kinds of directions but it's a lot of, like almost rapping uh hip-hop singing type and then you know you've got a uh, loser which is more of a i'd say more to the rock side yeah. wouldn't you um yeah, but uh then you've got uh, what's that song? Uh, Don't he sing that song? He's going the distance. He's going. Uh, uh, is that him? Mm, is that not him? No, but he. So. That's not maybe one of them. Okay, okay, but uh, you know, I guess point being, there's a lot of funk, a lot of folk, a lot of soul, hip hop, electronic, uh, alternative, uh, psychedelic. Like it's all there. He's kind of an odd cat. Um, but again, going back to it though, I did want to. I did have this in my notes. Um, one thing that was kind of amazing when I went to look at him because I did have the uh, the album o- the album Odelay, and that's from 1996. That's when Where It's Sat's on. Uh, I had that album in do- in in regular time, um, and it was okay. Never mind. That was cake. So disregard that. <laughs> this is a, a music podcast where I got the uh, I got the artists that we're talking about wrong. Um, so go figure that tells you how, uh, how great I am at my research, but nonetheless, it does sound like a Beck song. If you think about it, definitely, definitely, still, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, Odelay, uh, was, was the one that I, that I liked. And, um, but I guess my point being, I expected to go on Beck this week and, uh, on Apple music and, uh, type his name in and where it sat was going to be one of the top couple songs. Um, but that is not the case. It's like number 15, 16, 17 down the list, which kind of blew my mind. You've got Loser, of course. That's the top song from Beck. And I'm going by Apple Music, of course. Me and Matthew, uh, Matthew's more of a Spotify guy, uh, and I do the Apple Music. So it's a good blend because then we're able to find different stuff together. Um, Up All Night was the second song, which I don't know that one. I'm not familiar. That's like a 2017 song. Uh, then you had Wow uh, from 2016. Um, but anyways, it goes down. It looks like a lot of his stuff, popular stuff, was in the last decade, um, which yeah. is kind of crazy to me. I did not realize that. I would have said Beck hadn't had a hit in the uh, last twenty years. That just shows you how much I I know about what's going on in the mainstream. But um, but I, I don't know. I'm rambling. He's very unique. Um, uh, he's kind of a cool guy, um, you know. And uh, I, you know, I'm not into Beck music as much, but. Uh, everybody is it's one of the he's one of those cool guys that everybody listening to this right now knows words to a beck song i really feel that way i think everybody knows uh even if it's the course to loser um you know everybody knows the lyrics to at least one beck song uh part of it at least so uh i enjoyed going back and listen I, like i said i owned odelay the album so it was a trip down memory lane um check him out and uh matthew what do you got uh I know you basically said it, but if yeah, well, I can't say uh, I can't say I'll revisit, you know, because I said I, it was eclectic, uh, something that maybe, maybe, maybe I'll revisit, but I won't be seeking it out, I guess. So yeah, that's something you know, something catches my eye. Uh, but 
you know, because he has really, you know, he's, he's probably one of those people that, you know, he's obviously made plenty of money, I imagine. Uh, and he's pretty much doing it, you know, pretty much as he sees fit. So, yeah, uh, his last a- actual album was in 2019. He did release something, was it last year or this year with like a, like, he, like an EP, I guess, with a, uh, another group called the Chemical Brothers or something, you know. So it wasn't an actual album. So, but he'll probably release something, in, you know, in a couple of years and it'll be like a big deal. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, so maybe then, uh, you know, we'll we'll uh, visit that at that time. Well, but, uh, I want to say this because I and I'm pulling him up, looking at his Wikipedia uh, for anybody listening. He's um, he's married to Marissa uh, Rabisi, Rabisi, uh, which she's an actor from Days Confused, the Brady Bunch movie, Pleasantville, True Crime, um, uh, Grace Under Fire. She's in a lot of stuff, so you know her. Um, she's actually the twin sister of Giovanni Rabisi. You know him, don't you? The com- the actor, uh, this guy right here. Uh, oh, okay, looks yeah. like a looks like it could be um, uh, Matt. What's his face's brother? Casey uh, Affleck's brother. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I know it's not good podcasting, but you're gonna have to Google this on your own if you're following home. Uh, but yeah. anyways, I did not know this. His father is David Campbell. You don't know that name. I don't either. He's a composer, a music composer, um, and he's got he's done a lot of arranged music for many films, including North Country, Brokeback Mountain, August, um, Annie. Foxcatcher, Rock of Ages, Dream Girls, and Joy. Um, let's see, he's uh, worked with over 450 gold and platinum albums by artists of a wide range of genres, including Rolling Stones, Metallica, Radiohead, Evanescence, Rush, Beyonce, Michael Jackson, Aaliyah, uh, Harry Styles, Aerosmith, Garth, Garth Brooks, and his son Beck. That's cool. And then his mom is Bibby Hansen, uh, which is American performance artist, musician, and actress. Um, so that's cool, man. I didn't realize he yeah. comes from a, you know, that, I always love that because, uh, you know, sometimes your first thought is when parents are famous is uh, and I and is nepotism. I mean, that's a lot of people's first thoughts. But then you get something like this where Beck's obviously carved his own name. And I doubt many people know that's his parents. Yeah. Uh, and then those situations are cool because you're like, damn, what a very talented family. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it, all, it runs in the family there. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, but yeah, so um, if you're if you're at home uh, and you've never heard Beck, I, I it, well you'll if you don't think you've ever heard Beck, you've definitely heard Beck. Um, definitely. But uh, check him out if you hadn't. You might feel different than us. So um, yep, you fan. Matthew, I've been dying for this part, man. So we had uh, we did a little bit of fun last week where we both threw artists at each other, and they were kind of random, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah. So I guess the only thing in common is that these are all artists that we liked. Mm-hmm. So some more than others, but we all we I guess Nomi did not like at all. So yeah, oh, but everything else though, it was pretty random. Yeah, it was pretty random, and, and they lined up just it just it, we we they went head to head as the chips laid lie lay. <laughs> the, basically, my point is, um, whatever uh, artist Matthew had uh, in his row of ten went against my row of 10. So they were random and uh, we picked one. So this week we've got five left. We've got a playoff Um, and it's the winners, of course. So we're going to go against each other with them. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun and um, let's do it, dude. Yep. So uh, ground rule just before we uh, get the ball rolling because because there's 11 groups left. I'll read the 11. 11. Okay. 11. That's right. the, uh, The Darkness, Queen, Chris Cornell, Red Hot Chili Peppers, GNR, Poison, The Struts, Winger, Elton John, 
STP still Panther. Okay. That's the 11. Very good. Uh, so we decided to let Queen have a bye to like the finals. Yeah. Because they're going to, they, you know, they were going to pretty much beat anyone they went up against. But it being uneven, yep. they, they're going to work straight through the finals. So, uh, which kind of do, kind of seeds, uh, kind of sort of, um, kind of worked out just with our general list that the groups that we kind of like the, the least amount, I would say are kind of scattered throughout there. So it's be a little out random. But, right. Uh, so just doing top versus bottom here. Um, the darkness versus still Panther. Oh, this is a tough one and a great one to jump out on. So this, uh, you know, sometimes like, um, Sometimes we have things in our life that uh, they've been there for us for a long time and you've got this new shiny thing that comes along and you love it too. And then you love both things. Uh, so I don't know where I'm going with that. I guess my point is I've got to go with the one I've loved the longest uh, because they are a top five of me. Both of them are top 10, top, uh, but this the, the one's a top five and I got to go with the darkness. It's going to be hard for anybody to beat the darkness on my list. Um, you know, it's one of the few bands left that I get really excited when an album's coming out and, uh, and I'll sit there and uh, look for updates every day for months uh, leading up to an album release. Um, so uh, dude, I've got nothing else to say. The darkness. Uh, I'll probably have to agree, even though Stupender's one that I feel like I've definitely like found out on my own. Sure. Cult, you know, cultivated the, my love for them just through, you know, finding them at random, not one anyone, not a group anybody introduced me to. Right. But where Stupender, where I've kind of come and gone and some of the like their more recent albums, which I would say the same for the darkness. I've, you know, I think the darkness have always been in my top five since I pretty much started being a fan. So yeah, I have to kind of be true on that part. And I have to stick with the darkness, even though both have released albums recently, probably the last couple of albums aren't really, you know, now they're hits and misses more, probably more misses and hits, uh, for both. But, um, but again, I'll still have to say, I've seen both in concert, uh, still Panther multiple times. Both are in my top five. Okay. Uh, but uh, I have to start the state of darkness. Well, if you had to say uh, the, if, if, and I, and I, the darkness that wins, we'll, we'll just, we'll go with that. But I do want to ask yeah. you uh, off topic. Uh, if you had to pick uh, both of them's last two albums, which one would you prefer? Um, so let's just so, uh, People at home you know uh, know both uh, both albums we're talking about. All so right, the, you do Steel Panther. I'll do Darkness. All right. So uh, so the last two because because both just say the good thing about both of these artists is that they are pretty frequent. They don't sure take a lot, and they kind of release albums one after another. Yep. Um, what what's the what's Steel Panthers so Steel last Panthers album? in twenty nineteen released Heavy Metal Rules. Darkness released Motorheart in twenty twenty one. Which and, one? Well, and, well, Still Panther released more more recent called On the Prowl. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's right. In, that's uh, right. in 2023. Okay, so yeah, let's do those so two first. The, so the most newest one. Right, so there you on go. On the Prowl. Um, so, so just kind of looking at On the Prowl you know, versus The Darkness. Um, I'm having to get The Darkness album up now, too. Because um, honestly, both aren't both aren't really my favorite really mm -hmm. uh 
Well, just looking at this, the, the albums now, and this is by obviously hindsight, because obviously I just kind of think about which one I've listened to more. Sure. Um, probably go with like at least songs off of that album. Probably the Ghost of Panther. Yeah, I would too. Uh, because like Jesse's Girl from the the Boulder Heart is kind of the only one I've had revisit. Yeah. Um, from that album and on the prowl, um, there's a couple. I have a couple more. Like I said, 1987 is one, and uh, probably the only other one is Never Too Late. Um, the rest are okay. Like both albums, like I said, are not their. Well, I don't know. Maybe their worst. I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, could be uh, for each group. But I'll have to say, stay still. Still Panther. Too. I'm going to say Still Panther too because I love Jesse's Girl and uh, and I love 1987 and those are two of the really the only songs I care for on both albums. Uh, and although I love both those songs, I love 1987 more. 1987 is one of my top few uh, Steel Panther songs of all time. It's grown on me so much over the last year. I love that song. So, yeah, I'm with you now. Uh, yes. So, uh, so again, uh, uh, both are dearly beloved, but don't darkness. All right. Yeah. So the, the, the last one for me on uh, darkness is Easter is canceled. And what is the next? Um... Uh, for Steel Panther, yep. it was, I just mentioned it, but I can't remember. Um, it is heavy metal rules. Okay. Um, so this one, just let me, cause looking at heavy metal rules, there's a bunch on there. Probably more than I, I thought, of, but, um, so, so both these albums are better. <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like the one said so from the darkness, uh, rock and roll deserves to die. Uh, heart explodes. Probably my favorite off the album, uh, Deck Chair. I actually re listened to recently. Um, those are kind of the big three off of there, but for the Still Panther one, uh, you know, again, this is Heavy Metal Rules. Uh, all I want to do is fuck myself tonight. This one, <laughs> <laughs> um, Heavy Metal Rules is one, Gods of Pussy is another one. Um, Kind of the big three off of there too. Um, uh, this is way tougher. A man may have to split the hair and say still Panther. Okay. Uh, on that one too, just because I think I'll probably, well, I think I'll just listen to those three songs more. I would just have to put it that way. Okay. And on this one, I would go the darkness. Um, this album has really grown on me. I hated it right away. I really did not like this album yeah. and I went away from it pretty quick and I'll be quite honest. Um, I've went back to this one and I actually love this album now. Um, for me, it's Live Till I Die. It's uh, In Another Life. Uh, Rock and Roll Deserves to Die has grown on me over the time. Uh, and on the deluxe edition, uh, Sutton Who, which is a very weird song, uh, but it is very, very catchy. When it pops up and you're not, you didn't turn it to it um, and it just pops up on your, on your feed, it's weird because you just keep it there. I can't explain it. We all have those kind of songs, um, but it'll just pop up and it's just, it's just a, it's a very catchy uh, song. So uh, there's three or four on that album that, uh, and you know, by mine and Matthew's rules, you know it, if you're a long time listener, um, yeah. what is it, Matthew, a third of the album? Yeah. Third. Yep. Yeah. Third or fourth. Yeah. yeah. So uh, three, basically three or four good songs on an album with uh, 12, uh, 12 songs is yep. a good album. Uh, you know, even if you don't like the, none of the rest of them, it's worth buying. If you think about it, if you can like four songs. So uh, we split it there, but I know we went at length on that one. We, we chose the darkness. What's the next one, my man? So yeah. So 
we made a little bit quicker this one because one was passed away. Oh, yeah. One was passed away, but uh, it's Chris Cornell versus STP. I can't believe you're doing this to me. Yeah, this is this one is probably tougher for you than it is for me. Yeah, it is, man. This is a very tough one. Um, uh, Stone Temple Pilots being uh, STP, that's one of my favorite. That's probably my childhood favorite band uh, for many, many years. Um, just uh, grew up with Stone Temple Pilots, man. I love Stone Temple Pilots. I even had like the Scott Weiland. Uh, Christmas albums, uh, I you know, just all the way STP. But uh, Chris Cornell's might have be Chris Cornell might have be uh, as there might not be. I might not have a more favorite solo artist or, or artist like by himself, singer, uh, musician, I should say, than Chris Cornell. Um, so uh, I, I guess with this, if uh, I might would choose STP if uh, things had been different and maybe. Um, there was more continuity through the years and there wasn't breakups and weird things happened and all this and that. But one constant was Chris Cornell, whether he was uh, in Soundgarden, uh, Audio Slave, or by himself making bangers uh, solo albums. Um, you know, uh, it's hard for me to pick against Chris Cornell. So uh, I, I will go with Chris Cornell. Uh, I will as well. Uh, kind of cut to the chase. Because uh, Chris STP is one that uh, I have more of a relationship with probably since the new singer went in there, mm-hmm. uh, just because, uh, um, my hate for the nineties music race of that time, uh, <laughs> it's kind of, cause all I remember is, you know, uh, what's a highway song or is it what's a <laughs> song or, are uh, you talking uh, about, uh, you're talking about not uh, vassal, the salt of a tiny music, uh, album, um, or the, one of their bigger, yeah. Hits, Interstate love song. Interstate love song. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, you know, but they have a lot of other, other stuff I like. And like I said, you know, a group that reinvented themselves with this new singer. So yeah, definitely pr- pr- push them that way. But, uh, we got again, Chris Cornell, hands down, uh, you know, and listen to one of the songs recently. Can't change me. Oh, great song. Which is, yeah. Great song. And a cousin solo thing. I think that's his first, uh, solo hit. So, uh, yeah, well, it was, uh, it's, it's a good one. So uh, before you make it easy. Yeah. So uh, of course, Cornell. All right. Hands down. We agree. Um, all right. So this next one's be fun, but different. Okay. Uh, it's Red Hot Chili Peppers versus Elton John. Oof. So, uh, so I'll start this one. Um, because right. both are tough. If you think about it, kind of guess kind of framing it previously, like we did last week, a group that you'll like, you'll never hear again. Yeah. Uh, so like, cause that was, so that was kind of the original way that I was framing it last week. Yeah. But, and just kind of pushing it here now, Red Hot Chili Peppers versus Elton John is tough. Cause that's what, that's what we talked about. Both of these groups are like, have the greatest hits that you pretty much know. Yeah. So like top to bottom, you know, all the greatest sure. hits. Uh, and that's, you know, Elton John, who's been doing it hell since early seventies. Uh, we know, and Chili Peppers have been doing it technically since the early 80s, yeah. but them as a hit-making group, 90s. Uh, so this one's probably the toughest for me so far. Uh, so if I had to think about it again, I'll never listen to this group again. I may have to choose Elton John. Oh, my. Because okay. not that – I. I I think just in general, my life is maybe more, more saturated with Red Light Chili Peppers, where I have to, I listen to them more. Yeah. But so it's something like when I hear Alan John, it's a little bit more special almost. Sure. Uh, the Chili Peppers, it just comes up on shuffle. 
I may skip it. I may listen to it. And it's just like more in my life. Right. So, right. Uh, it's almost like holding not Elton John more, more regard, but almost like putting it on this, like kind of like a Pink Floyd where I only listen when I want to listen. Yeah, I get it. You know, uh, cause Pink Floyd's is one of those things I can't just put on out of the blue. Yeah. Uh, so in that case, I'll have to go with Elton John. You know what? You went in the same direction I was thinking. So Elton John, we mentioned Michael Jackson last week being a tough one to pick against. But just because yeah. uh, even though maybe we don't listen to Michael Jackson every day, maybe he's not in our top ten. Uh, a world without Michael Jackson's music is just weird to think about uh, how influential he is and uh, and was. Um, so, and I kind of think like that with Elton John, it's like, you know, I'm an Elton John fan. Um, you know, no, I, I don't know anyone who's uh, got Elton John in their top five. I just don't. And I know there's a plenty of people out there, but of course, yeah. uh, personally, I don't know any, but, uh, just to think about a world without Elton John's music, it's weird. It's like, I want to know for the rest of my life. I want to know that I can turn on a, a Elton John song, uh, Saturday night or, you know, or hey, think about the damn uh, soundtrack to uh, *The Lion King*, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. that one of, to me as good a, a soundtrack that's ever been made. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, *Chili Peppers* is a top ten favorite band for me. Um, so I, you know, I can't pick against *Chili Peppers*, and um, uh, this is a this is tough because uh, I guess that just tells you how uh, important I think Elton John is. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with *Chili Peppers*. So. Uh, uh. I said it. How do we do that? Uh, so we'll talk off air. Okay. All, <laughs> we'll right. Up on a break. All right. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> All right. So we came up with uh, we came up with an idea off air. I just want to say this real fast. Uh, we are uh, for future. We're going to flip a coin if we uh, we have this trouble again. We're going to flip uh, to see who moves on. But Matthew, what was our resolution? Uh, we're just going to push Ellen jump both to the next round. Yep. And then uh, we'll just figure it out later. There you go. Not next <laughs> when this happens again, eventually. But uh, moving on to the next one, uh, next matchup, uh, GNR versus Winger. Ooh. So this is a. Uh, so, okay. Again, you've got it in my head again, uh, thinking about the not wanting to live in a world without. The, so, Definitely. you know, I, I think anybody who knows us or has been li- has been a listener uh, feels like we are uh, GNR fans. Um, but uh, but man, you think about it. It's so tough to live a world without Kip Winger. I just want to know that I'll be able to bump into Kip Winger one day uh, so, uh, and, and him. uh be a vampire and uh, make me uh, yeah. immortal too. So you read between the lines there, but no, I, I, I obviously I'm going with guns and roses. Um, and that's, um, that's, I, I will just say that helps any, if there's any consolation, that it was kind of tough. To, and to give winger more time. Cause I'm going GNR too. Okay. Uh, if you look at the amount of like good albums or like hits, they've had good albums. There's probably more spread out over like their whole catalog sure. instead of just where most of Guns N' Roses big are hits or like off their first two albums. Yep. Um, and they only have like what five. Yeah. Anyway, so it's like um, it's just at their peak. They're like stardom. They're they're at absolute peak. It's just their star burned brighter. And yeah. It was like way more intense. Sure. Uh, than Winger's was, which Winger they have a lot of good songs, but. Gina Hara has a lot of great songs. I like Winger's B sides, if you will. Like I like their, uh, I don't know, I don't. They're non hits. Um, I think yeah. they have more. Like 
I personally like listening to. There's more good songs to me than a than a GNR album, if I'm being honest. Yeah, because other than like Appetite, the rest of the albums do have hits, but like you know, but they're not as. There's some bad Guns N' Roses songs. Definitely, yeah. There's, <laughs> like, there's like, and this is like, there's a lot of bad ones off of their like, their like bigger albums, sure. like Use Your Illusion and stuff. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of songs on there that I I've, I've skipped. Yeah, I've like, never listened to. Of it course. Yet. But, uh, but again, GNR kind of, uh, not relatively easy, but like I said, they're just a little bit, a little bit, you know, their peak was just higher. You think there's a more popular band ever that, that people don't know, uh, many of the catalog? Like, I, I, like, I guess what I'm saying, uh, Guns N' Roses feels like, uh, if you polled the world, there's like 7 billion people on this planet. Um, six and a half billion will say they're, they like Guns N' Roses, but uh, 6 billion hasn't really uh, listened to much of their catalog besides like their top four or five songs. Yeah, like, yeah, most, you know, obviously they're, as we talked about, they're one of the t shirt bands. They, so exactly. They're, you know, so you, everybody has seen a Guns N' Roses t shirt. Yeah. But, you know, not a lot of people know that they released a song called back off bitch yep you know people would say oh yeah that's not a guns and roses song Are you kidding me <laughs> some some pimple face 16 year old with that shirt and jinko jeans uh says yeah my favorite guns and roses song is back off bitch you know? yeah, <laughs> that's not gonna happen it's like yeah they're not gonna know that uh <laughs> or get in the ring like, what the fuck is that yeah what is that yeah so but so again so i have a lot of bad songs but like you said i think most people that are fans parentheses fans Probably don't exactly know a lot of, you know. If this was a, a Justin Hawkins uh, 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 show, then we would name this episode uh, We Hate Red Guns N' Roses. But then you'd have yeah. to listen and you would understand we yeah, don't. Yeah, that's definitely, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's definitely, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, misleading. Title. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, next, last last for this round. So this okay. is rounding out this second or. Was it semifinal or quarterfinals? Yeah. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> Poison versus the Struts. Ooh. So this is, uh, well. I'll let you start this one. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> probably Poison. Uh, kind of cut to the chase. Poison. But the Struts is a group that, like I said, I'm a big fan of. They released a new song. We'll probably talk about it later if you've listened to it. Uh, we're talking about it on recommendations. But, um uh, Obviously, a band on their, on the well, on the up and up. I would say I don't, I don't know if they've reached their peak yet as far as popularity and success, but I like to think they get they can get bigger. But uh, but a group I can definitely recommend. Uh, but Poison, looking back, they have so many good songs other than Everybody Every Rose. I mean, one of my favorite songs is, well, I mean. Cry Tough is one. Um, there's one that cannot has left me here um, as far as the title. But uh, again, Poison, just a lot of good songs. Unskinny Bop, Fallen Angel, which is still not the one I'm looking for. Um, I'll tell you this. Okay, so most of most people... Black was on is my favorite. Oh, yeah, there you go. Black was on. Okay, so most people, um, you pull up a great, great band and uh you know an all-time band and uh, you you look at their list you start looking at their top songs and usually and this isn't a knock on them because there's you know there's a lot of good songs 
but usually it's going to stop for most, and I'm not talking about the all-time legends, but it's going to stop after about half a dozen to, as mm-hmm. far as big songs. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That, no, I don't really care for that that sixth song or that you know seventh song. But listen to this. I'm going to go down go, uh, uh, Poison a little bit. Every Rose Has Its Thorn, Nothing But a Good Time, Talk Dirty To Me, Something To Believe In, Unskinny Bop, Fallen Angel, uh, Nothing, oh, excuse me, um, your mama don't dance. I won't forget you. Uh, look what the cats dragged in. Uh, I want action. Um, the what was the one you just mentioned? Fallen Angel. No, no. Oh, yeah, Fallen Angels one. The, yeah, I wish life goes on. Yeah, there. yeah, life goes on. That was it. That was it. Um, Cry tough. Uh, my lord, dude. There's so many good songs. I don't think they get the credit they deserve sometimes. Yeah, because it's easy Ooh. to like like say oh this is like when like like the hair metal is like at its worst it's sure like the, the, the tractors yeah but like but yeah a lot of good songs so many good songs so i think it's just that the poison well they have they have, they have had more of a career than the struts have had up at this point yeah so i'm um, you know i i'm gonna cut to the chase too i i'm gonna go poison i, I you know I, i'm i'm gonna brag here a little bit i've said it a million times i'm gonna say it again i've seen poison and and i i you know brett michael sometimes get a, a tough go uh for his singing obviously he's a great front man uh, better front man than he is a singer but uh, i will say is uh, he put on a hell of a concert he was you know he's actually i thought he did a great job live he just doesn't what he does is what he does, man. He's not a uh, he's not going to do some crazy things, but he's going to mm. do what he does well. Um, he stays in his lane. But uh, but anyways, uh, by far, Poison and like you mentioned, uh, the Struts. We both love the Struts, and uh, you know they're a young band. And uh, maybe by the time it's all said and done, they'll be uh, be ahead of Poison. But for right now, we're riding with the the legends, Poison. All right, definitely. So uh, down to down to eight now. All right. Uh, so we'll. Uh, Helping make this, um, uh, so we'll actually, get to a final four. Do we? No, never mind. So it's seven, actually. So uh, let me edit my. Uh, I'm keeping track of this by text, so okay. it's uh, only seven. Okay. So, uh, so, so this is when our uh, decision to move forward uh, rears his ugly head, which should be an easy decision. Uh, Darkness versus Elton John. Ooh, Darkness versus Elton John. Well, we can go in on we can go on for uh, hours on why Elton John again, but I think you know that uh, by this yep. point in the podcast. So I'm gonna just say the darkness. Darkness, yeah. So They're a top five band for us both, you know. Yeah, and you know, even the Elton John songs are probably probably last like have more of a life. I would say mm-hmm. um, the darkness definitely a sentimental for both of us. Yeah, uh, so that's an easy one. Um, it's just more our thing. Um, and just uh, Queens, you know, the heavyweight. This is uh, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, whoever you want to call him. This is the big dog, uh, Queen going as poison. Well, um, yeah, Queen, Queen <laughs> another easy one. Yeah, we've already told you why we love poison. I'm just cut to the chase, right? Yeah, let's definitely cut to the chase. Um, so this one, so the next one, I'm actually because with it being uneven and just kind of uh, you know, this is going to be done this episode. Uh, this next read off final three. Okay. So it's Chris Cornell, Chili Peppers, G and R. Oh, so I would dare to say choose one of those three. All right. So we've got Cornell, we've got Chili Peppers and we've got G and R. All right. So, so, uh, uh, God, 
Oh man, uh, that is so tough. Um, so, so this will be so whoever wins this final three, this three will go to the actual final three, joining the darkness and queen. Um, uh, let's see. So it's Chris Cornell, Red Hot Chili Peppers, GNR. All right, I'm going to um, I'm going to th- I, I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to throw uh, GNR out of this uh, for me. So now I, I'm I'm just and I've you got I've got to do something here. Uh, even though there are three that I absolutely adore and love, uh, I would agree. Uh, so okay, we both agreed on that. We've thrown GNR out. So now we're looking at Chris Cornell and we're looking at Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, again, this is uh, both top five for me. Um, so it, as much as I hate to do whichever one I'm about to pick. Um, I would hate to see a world without either one, but, uh, again, a chili peppers being one of my top five, but I guess it's more personal with Chris Cornell because he is probably my favorite musician, um, you know, of all time. So, uh, at least of the, you know, of this era. So, uh, Chris Cornell. Yeah. Uh, I'll agree. Chris Cornell. I was hoping you were going to say Chris Cornell. Yeah. Uh, again, just because. I've, kind of like I mentioned with the Elton John, I just have, you know, I think I've kind of one of those groups, Red Hot Chili Peppers is one of those groups where I can almost like never listen to them again and still like be satisfied. Kind of like a group similar to that for me is Metallica, where mm-hmm. I do love them. At one point in time, it's all I listen to. Sure. And I'm just, you know, again, just a way too, just almost like my bandwidth for that group is reached. Yeah. And, I'll, you know, I haven't listened to Metallica like that, like I used to since then. So this is probably six or seven years ago. Right. Um, so Chili Peppers, even though hell, they, re- they released two albums last year we listened to. Yeah. And they were pretty good. Very you know, good. I recommend and we'll, we'll continue to listen to. Oh, yeah. This is just an exercise we're doing. But uh, I have to Chris, pick Chris Cornell. And it probably helps him because, you know, his kind of like is that's all it is. There's, sure. There's nothing else. Sure. Because uh, they've even released some of the you know, unwritten catalog stuff that he's, you know, he didn't release. Yep. Um, so Chris Cornell, that is all you're getting. Yep. Uh, so I agree. Chris Cornell. All right. Love it. Uh, this is it. The finals. It's, uh, this one probably would be pretty easy, uh, but we'll see. Uh, the darkness queen, Chris Cornell. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so, um, here's what I want to do. Uh, I want to say between Chris Cornell and the darkness, um, that this is uh this sucks that i would have to throw one away this would be like tears this is this is rose letting go of jack's hand on the titanic when they're on the door uh, on in the water uh, yeah i'll never forget you jack um i'll never let go uh well of course we gotta let go we gotta let go one um yeah, so in third place so i man i'm, I'm just gonna say that uh with chris cornell like uh he, he kind of shaped like my he shaped my mind. He shaped like some of the music that I listen to today and like what I listen for. Um, even though there's not, of course there's no one like him. Um, you know, I, 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 again, I just have a hard time picking against, uh, Cornell, even though, uh, the darkness, the darkness could very likely be, uh, in my top three, uh, favorite bands of all time, more than any Cornell band. Um, you know, so, um, man, this is tough for me. Uh, out of the two, um, and you might disagree. I'm going to go Cornell out of the two. Um, so third place is the darkness. I'm saying, I'm saying for me, third place is the darkness. Um, and then 
if there's no Freddie Mercury and Queen, uh, I probably never like Cornell. Hell, I might never like music. I might be a freaking country fan. I mean, I don't know. You like, not say his full name, but Greg. Yes, you exactly. Like, no, you know, music at all. Yeah, music. What is this music you guys yeah. speak of? Uh, I don't do that. Um, I listen to banging drums and uh, music off the Rugrat soundtrack. No, I don't. Okay, uh, to get into this, which one do you choose, Darkness and Cornell? Because this is coming from someone who's, who the darkness is like it's for me it's Queen, Pink Floyd, the darkness. The darkness is my number three yeah. all time. Yeah, I have to go with you though, Chris Cornell as my second place. The darkness going down to three. Yep. And I guess my reason for choosing, you know, the darkness over no, Chris Cornell over the darkness, and this could pop flip flop on a different day. Sure. Is just that, and again, like kind of like you mentioned. Soundgarden is not in my top, you know, they're not even listed probably. No, nope. uh, honestly. Um, Timber of the Dogs, not. Nope. Uh, Wait, they're not? No. <laughs> definitely not. But like, but like Chris Cornell is like arguably like my number two favorite singer. Yeah. Like male singer, anyway. Yeah. Freddie, number one. He's number two. Yeah. Like, like I'm almost confident in saying. Hands down. Uh, so. And again, taking into account, maybe it's a tire catalog, not just the solo stuff. Sure. Um, I, I like. I don't know. I think not listening to Chris Cornell anymore would suck. It would. Like, and not saying the darkness wouldn't, but it's almost like, you know, I've listened to their hits yeah. like off their first three albums, right? Uh, and I can live with those three albums and be fine, and not listen to anything else new they did. Well. I think too, uh, it, it, and look, the darkness again. I think I think I'm with you, Matthew. I think that they very well could be number two for me. Uh, they're definitely top three, um, but there are now. There's no darkness out there. Do not get this twisted. There is no uh, the darkness out there on this planet. But I could, if I had to, and I never want to, I could get that fix from some of the, like, I like a lot of foreign bands. Um, you know, one that sticks to my mind that, that has a, that, that I like because they remind me some of the darkness is Shiraz Lane. That, that, uh, they're a foreign band. They're no darkness, of course, but they, there's some things they do. I'm not getting that Cornell from anywhere else. Like you're just not, you're not getting that. Like if you don't listen to him, you're not hearing it else. There's guys that come along that me and Matthew will say, man, this guy sounds like Chris Cornell, but then it's just very surface stuff. And then it's just like, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, like they talk the same or like big wreck. Yes. He sounds all right. Big wreck or what's that guitar player? Uh, uh, Richie Cox. Cox, Yeah. They have, they have a very similar Chris Cornell thing, like almost a similar tone, but it's one dimensional, but it's, yeah, it's like, but then you just want to listen to Chris Cornell. Yeah. It's it's not like a hundred percent the same. Yeah. Uh, and the darkness, even though it's not as Justin Hawkins, but there is like a similar sound out there. Yeah. But like I said, give me permission to land. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, one one way ticket, one way ticket, and hotcakes. I'll be satisfied with, with you know, give yeah. me those three for the darkness. Yeah, and Chris Cornell, even though it's not an album I would take sure. over any of those three, sure, it's just like the songs of his that I love the most. Yeah, I'll probably just love a little bit more than the darkness. Yeah, songs. yeah, I'm with you. Um, so darkness just has more of a catalog of songs I love. Yeah, versus you know, D like I don't know. 10 or 15 Chris Cornell songs that are like really high regard. Okay. So I'm with you now. I think, I think uh, everybody's probably wondering now, 
We know so so you so everybody if you're if you're taking uh score at home, then that makes Cornell second. Uh and we said that for a reason because obviously Queen's number one. Um now Matthew, I can get into why Queen's number one. I know you can too, but one and you can if you want, but I do want to ask you if you had to make an argument for uh for Cornell over Queen, is there anything you can be playing devil's advocate? I know you don't, but is there any way you could? Uh Honestly, I would probably be able to make, which is weird in spite of making sense. I could probably make more of an argument for the darkness. The yeah. Queen, yeah. Or the Chris Cornell, because I would not choose Chris Cornell over Queen almost any sure. time of the day. Sure. But I would maybe choose the darkness over Chris Cornell, uh, Queen. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit. Because, like, talking about a group that does a similar Queeny thing. Yeah. The darkness does that. Like, uh-huh. kind of like, kind of like, uh, I mentioned like Van Halen does the Led Zeppelin thing for mm, me. Spy yeah. not into Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Queen and the Darkness are even the Darkness probably more rock than Queen. Yeah. You can get that similar British rock sound from Queen in the Darkness. Yeah. But uh, so I guess it it's kind of shows how close these three are for both of us. Yeah. Which uh, you know, you know, so for for me, I might make more of an argument for the Darkness over Queen. Sure. But I would say maybe to go out to to seal this deal here, the reason why Queen is by our my favorite, I'd say, because uh, I was trying to th- think of this, I had to explain to someone, um, and I kind of came to the conclusion of uh, the versatility and off to body of work, all the hit songs they had, and all the good songs, not just hits, but right. good songs in general, right? Because, um, like for instance, I was listening to, um, you know. You can go to like a heavy, heavy metal and you'll find Stone Cold Crazy. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to a yacht, yacht rock playlist and they had Cool Cat yeah, yep. on there. Yeah. Which is definitely a, a you know, a beachy, soft rock yeah. song like that. You know, it was just, and I think just the, so the, the amount of hits they had, good songs in general, but I think it's just that they're one of the all time greats and, you know, they have a lot of magical songs. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. Everything you said is spot on. Uh, if it just played again, this is just to play devil's advocate. Um, if I had to uh, put one over, and I, I would, you know, you you gave the argument for the darkness, uh, which is spot on. I'm going to say my argument. If I had to make one for Cornell, and again, this is just playing devil's advocate. I do go with Queen all day, every day, uh, seven days a week. Um, but. As uh, Cornell was uh, in two, uh, well, you know, three, if you can, some people count, uh, legendary bands, um, and his solo stuff was as good, if not better, to a lot of people, including myself, um, as far as his work. Um, I would say with Queen, uh, I did not care for Freddie Mercury's solo stuff, and he's, um, Freddie Mercury's the greatest singer of all time to me, and Queen's the greatest band of all time. But uh, I never visit the Freddie solo stuff. I just didn't find it good at all. Um, you know, uh, it's just one of those things. Like, and, and you know, you, uh, Justin Hawkins, The Darkness, his solo stuff is one of my favorite albums of all time. It's a top five for sure. Favorite albums of all time, Hot Leg, Red Lights, Fever. Um, so I would say uh, if I was making an argument, I would say those two, uh, two and three have better solo stuff than uh, Freddie Mercury. Um but again, that's just me trying to come up with something. Uh, it's Queen all day, every day. Queen wins. Yeah, Queen. So this was fun. That's yeah. just some of the, I think some of the harder matchups. I think the one that was 
I almost said the tone was the Chili Peppers versus Michael Jackson. Yeah. In the first round. That was probably the toughest, honestly. It was. That and El- Chili Peppers versus Elton John for, for, you know, was another tough one. Um, so, because uh, looking at the list, as soon as Queen was in the list last week, I said, okay, obviously they're going to win. But it's interesting to see who else comes out on top. Because, uh, you know, and, you know, and I think just like, if I look at the list cold now and to like choose like to my top two, mm. it's going to be obviously the queen. That's, sure. you know, that didn't change. But, uh, the other, but the second one, I probably would have chosen would be the darkness. Yeah. Honestly, if I didn't like actually debate it or think about it. Sure. Um, so I think, so it was interesting to see how it came out yeah. because like I said, uh, you know, something about Chris Cornell, you know, is, um, and it probably helps that he's passed and that's all we get, you mm-hmm. know? uh, which I can't say I'm a fan of his last song, misery chain. But, uh, but again, it's just all, he, all we have is all, you know, just, that's it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. uh, uh, so you kind of, you know, appreciate that and kind of take his songs almost a little more, more of a grain of salt. But, Heck yeah. But, uh, so again, that was fun. That was a lot of fun, dude. Um, I will we'll have to revisit that in another fashion, uh, down the line. Do you have any, you have any good stuff this week, dude? Any recommendations? Uh, so yeah, so some recommendations. Um, so I, let me. I did save some songs here. Um, so okay, so there's a couple. There's a Harry Styles song I got into. Oh. Um, to be so lonely, off his second album, Fine Line. Uh, just kind of uh, more of a you know one I've replayed a lot. Yeah, because it's one I heard before, but it's something that hit me this week and just kind of revisited a lot. Another one, um, Selena Gomez. You know, from I think most people think of her as an actress. Uh, she doesn't do both. She just sing and act. Yeah, um, and I just was aware of that last last month. I think if you're a podcast listener, you know that. Yeah, uh, but she has a new song called "Single Soon." Uh, can't say I'm a big fan of her music in general. It's just nothing was pop you know, popped out. Sure, but this one has. Nice. Again, this is a good one. "Single Soon." It's off you know a new single that. Off of some album, I'm assuming she's uh, she, you know, she's uh, leaning towards right. And I'm gonna say quick album review because uh, I did not know this ahead of time. Last Friday, Olivia Rodrigo had a new album out mm-hmm. um, called Guts. Um, I think that she does have some good songs on there, but the bigger takeaway. So I'd just say the album in general, check it out. You, you know, if you like her, you probably like the stuff. A lot of rock on there. Mm. Almost like not like definitely more. It's not Albro Albro Levine, yeah, but it's definitely like you know pop rock that sort of thing. Gotcha. So, but a lot of rock on there. Sweet, honestly, way more than you think. So, I, I was thinking. So, uh, but again, uh, little album review there. Check yeah. it out. You know, if you like her stuff, you probably like it too. Sweet. But uh, yeah. Nice, dude. So I've got a couple. Um, well, you you started set. Well, I don't know if you forgot, but the struts. No, I, yeah, but. yeah. No, no, no. You, you go go ahead, because because be honest with you, I just found out today that that, that came. I haven't listened to it yet. Is it good? Uh, it's called Rockstar. Yep. Um, I like it better than the other singles they released, like yep. Falling for You, and there's one he released after that. I know wasn't a fan of. Um, Was it Royal? Yes, the cover. Yeah. And, and honestly, two good raising hell. Put all those three together. I've liked Rockstar the most. Okay, out of those three. That's exciting because um, I've not heard it yet. Now I want to hear. It. Yeah, it's catchy. It's, 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 I, I don't like Royals because it was a cover. Yeah, but this is off the original. 
So I do recommend this one too, okay. uh, which, um, yeah, check it out. All right. So a couple of mine are, are nothing new. Uh, um, just, well, one I want to say before I go into mine, um, I, I hate to say this because uh, we shit on it a couple of weeks ago, but um, I, I have to be honest with the listeners. Um, one song that's kind of grown on me a little bit, still not a huge fan. No, it's not really the song that's grown on me, but going back and listening, it's got me excited for maybe some new music. Is the new GNR perhaps? Um, there's some times in that song, the, the going back and listen to it, where it's. It, I guess it's just enough that it's got me excited. Again, it's nothing with that one. Uh, now that song, if they had a, a to me a, a better course, um, it could be a pretty good song, um, but it just didn't go nowhere. And then it just goes to like you know. Anyways, uh, but nonetheless, I've got a few old ones. Um, nothing new. I'm a little embarrassed about some, but I'm just going to tell you what I've been listening to this week. The first one I do like, I didn't know it was out there. There's a band called Rookie um, that uh, I like that's only put out one album. It was about four or five years ago. Um, they've went through a lot of lineup changes. They've not put out anything else since. Very good indie rock band. Um, you should check them out if you've never heard them. Very good. But they have a uh, Rookie. they got a new al- or an album from 2020. It's an Audio Tree Live. Uh, they did uh, sat down and did like live studio picking uh, it, it sounds really good. So like acoustic set almost. Um, but, uh, you know, it's their songs from the album, of course, really good. Um, next one, a badass song. I've never knew it existed. And I heard this week and now I can't get it out. It is awesome. It's a Bob Seger and the silver bullet band song from 1980 called her strut. Very good song. Damn banger. Um, so I recommend you checking that out. This is where it gets embarrassing. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I heard a song from uh, my childhood. I say childhood from my high school days uh, the other day, and it made me listen to it another time or two. I'm not proud of this. I did it in secrecy uh, because I do not listen to this kind of uh, music. But it was a band called Crossfade, and the song was cold. Uh, it, it was a song that was big when I was in high school, and I haven't heard it like probably since. And uh, and it caused me to go back and listen to it later. Um Again, I'm not proud of that. I figured I'd hold myself accountable, and I'd say it on this podcast, so maybe I wouldn't uh, uh, withdraw and go back to that song. But uh, but anyways, dude, this has been a lot of fun. We're gonna, you know, you got. I mean, you got some homework for next week. Uh, yes. Uh, so I went through the top top songs chart on Spotify. So again, just wanted to choose maybe an artist that's a little that's relevant, kind of you know. Not talk about just strange, strange artists that we only know of. That's not fun. But uh, so I did come across one. Uh, I don't think we did her yet. So it'd be kind of be fun to take away. Okay. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. You got it, buddy. You got it. Um, is there anything you're thinking about? Any topics wise? Um, I know we talked about some tragedies and there was something else that I, oh, I know what it is. And these are all, I guess we're just brainstorming on the podcast. There's another one I was, uh, I saw come up the other day. It was a question on online. It said the greatest one line in a song. Um, and that had me thinking, man, my wheels were turning. I was thinking about all the lyrics that are just awesome for music. And I thought it'd be fun to maybe go back and, 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 you know, think of some and come up with a compare them. Yeah, so, so maybe it's like a list of our favorite one lines, Jeff- or like, because it, it is kind of relevant. Lyrics, yeah. Look, it is relevant because there's, because um, we talked about Oliver Anthony. Yeah. And he's a throwback country that, um, where they have just like one lines and songs that are either really, really hit, right. or like 
lyrically his I still remember I still enjoy is I ain't got a dollar but I don't need a dime. Yeah, love it. It's just again short, sweet, interesting, clever. Yeah. Uh so I like it. All right, dude. We'll do it. You heard it live. We're gonna do that. We're gonna listen to um Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. So uh appreciate you guys listening as always. Love you guys. Peace. See ya.